I absolutely love planning ahead for the new year and cannot even begin to express my excitement at cracking open a brand new 2024 planner. This past year, for all of 2023, I have been using a Haru planner, and by far and away, it is my favorite planner that I have ever used, like hands down period. So I'm definitely purchasing a brand new 2024 one to use. Um, I, the reason I loved it so much and still love it so much so that I'm buying another one is that the format worked like really well for my needs. It has a Sunday through Saturday weekly spread with space on the left-hand side for a running to-do list. Um, it has a daily goal tracker in the back, a monthly spread, um, some blank pages in between the months. Um, it's just really really well laid out and really well organized. Um, and it just helps me keep track of like all of the aspects of life that are like important to me. Um, I mean, I'm not doing anything too intense. I'm not, uh, you know, I don't have like a really intense, uh, hard and fast job where I have like a million projects I have to teach keep track of. It's just, you know, I'm a homemaker. I have three kids. We do lots of activities, a lot of moving parts, um, lots of like appointments and errands and tasks that need to get done. Um, so nothing like too intense, but for my purposes, a Haru planner has been just like fantastic. And anyway, I could seriously geek out about my planner for like an entire episode. Um, maybe that's partially the point of today's episode because I love planning and I love goal setting and I love list making, right? Um, so today I wanted to talk all about, um, that, but in addition to that, um, I wanted to talk about an end of the year review, which I strongly believe is a huge first step in planning for the upcoming year ahead. As Socrates famously said, the unexamined life is not worth living, end quote. You're listening to episode 102 of The Raw and the Cooked. I'm your host, Dara Boxer, and today I'm going to share what an end-of-the-year review can look like and how to apply it with goal setting for the upcoming Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Raw and the Cooked, a weekly podcast that provides simple routines around the home, plus raw and honest book reviews. My name is Dara. I'm a Midwestern stay-at-home mom to three young kids, and I thrive on simplicity. Before we get started, I just have to I have to admit, uh, we moved about a month ago, and I knew I would be way too overwhelmed and swamped to do the podcast during that transition period. So before the move, I spent a couple of weeks putting together and drafting and writing and recording and uploading podcast episodes, so that way they would they were like ready to go, um, and I wouldn't have to like do any work, and like there would be no lapse in time. So. All that to say, this is the first time I am recording and editing probably in like over a month at this point, and I feel really rusty. Um, so just a side note. Anyway, so getting back to the topic at hand, I, I had mentioned that just a huge part of planning for the upcoming year is to really hunker down and do the end of the year review uh, because sometimes it's hard to see where you want to go and what you want to focus your attention on before evaluating what worked and what didn't work in the past year, right? Like hence the end of year review and an end of year review is also a really fantastic way for self-reflection and celebrating the growth and the progress that you made as a human being in the last year. And we want to set ourselves up for success. Like we always do. We never want to stop growing and learning and developing as a human being. And doing this review will also help set realistic and achievable goals for the upcoming year. Um, I know so many of us are embarking on a really, really busy period of time with the holidays coming up, I know, um, but these last couple of weeks of the year 
it's a truly fantastic time for this exercise and for self-reflection. Because again, we want to be able to go forward into the new year already with a plan and a path. And if we kind of like wait until things calm down um, from the holiday time to do that, right, we're already going to be behind the eight ball. So self-reflection, it's definitely an exercise that takes patience and some time, but it's worth it to help bolster you bolster you into like a really great position. Um, so I recommend time blocking about an hour of uninterrupted time. And I suggest gathering all of your supporting documentation, like journals and diaries, your calendars, your, the planners that you've been using, um, throughout the year, really because you want to be able to go through them, take notes really on anything and anything that sticks out to you. And I also like to review my camera roll as photos have a really wonderful way of unlocking and jogging some otherwise forgotten memories, like maybe that really nice day that you hiked around the lake that you totally would have forgotten about otherwise, or a picnic in the park, right? Um, I just... I very heavily rely on my photos from the past year in combination with a daily gratitude journal that I've been using for the past year um, to sit down and take notes on what mattered the most to me. Uh, My best tip for today's episode is that if your planner doesn't already have a designated spot for top moments of the year, you should make one. And by the way, Haru Planner does have a spot in the back for top moments of the year. And this is space where you can jot down anything beautiful that really moved you, a really wonderful heartfelt compliment that someone gave to you, an experience that just opened your heart, right? Like these are the moments that we want to remember and hold close to us. Like these are the things that make us who we are and our lives worth living. And when we're going through a dark period, um, of time, sometimes rereading these top moments can really help um, and show us like how loved and blessed and grateful that we truly are. And it also helps, you know, just writing down these top moments of the year, it helps for you to see what's truly important and what matters, like what lights up your soul, uh, what you probably want to focus on the most in your upcoming year. Okay. So here are some of the questions that I like to ask myself at the end of the year, and I'm going to put these in the show notes. So if you want to refer back to it later, um, I'm going to just list it in, um, in a blog post. Um, and that link will be in the show notes that you can just click on. So questions for self-reflection, what residual feelings did you have about the past year? Uh, do you what do you hold in this past year uh, that's in a positive light? And what do you hold that that's more in a negative light? What were some of the big highlights? What were some of the big lowlights? What did you feel your heart most open to this year? What moment did you feel most alive this year? What are your most proud moments and why? What was most challenging for you? How have you experienced crisis, loss, or pain this year? What made you feel hurt or angry or sad? What were your highlights and lowlights of the year and what did they teach you? That's more important than what they actually were, right? What are the life lessons that you want to remember? What are your three biggest accomplishments? Are there any other goals you achieved that you're proud of? Have you developed any healthy habits you want to keep? Have you developed any new skills? What was the best decision you made all year and what did you learn from it? What risks did you take and what was the reward? Which person inspired you the most and how? Which person had the biggest negative impact on your life and why? Are there any toxic relationships in your life that you'd like to change? Is there a relationship in your life in which boundaries need to be set? 
what new relationships entered your life. How has your relationship with yourself changed over the past year? And so, yes, those are a lot of questions and many of them will require some thought and some introspection and it is so worth it. I promise. And now that you've had a better overall picture of your 2023, um, because again, a lot of times it's really easy to gloss over some accomplishments or some small successes, you'll be primed for your 2024 goals. Right. Um, I think it's really important to like recognize those successes and like all of the wins and all of the growth and all of like just the positive movement that you have seen all the changes that you've seen from year to year. I feel like that, like it puts you in like a better perspective to kind of like go after new, bigger, better for the upcoming year, right? Like it, it kind of just like it, it bolsters your confidence and just like really shows you who you are. Because even if you had a year of a lot of misfortune and a lot of terrible, unfortunate situations, it's not to say that you're in a worse position. If anything, like ad- adversity and challenging times, it makes us stronger and it, it, shows us our character and who we truly are. So even if you feel like you're not in a better position than you were a year ago, you're probably not true because it's those moments, those, those tests, those little situations that really like show us who we are and what our character is, is really built of. And those are like the, the big lessons that you take away. I feel like if everything is easy and, and nothing gives you any challenges, like you'll never really grow as a person, right? Like these are the times that we look for and it's hard to see it in the moment, but I think, you know, time and distance heals and helps. And so when you're able to look back at your year and see all of those little tiny missteps or what felt like such hard moments at the time, those are, those are the moments where you grow and learn and, and really challenge yourself as who you are as a person. And so all of that to say that looking back over the year will give you that time to see who you truly are and and how much more powerful you are than you than you think you are. And and that way you'll be able to perhaps achieve lofty goals or maybe not even goals, but just you'll be able to rise to the challenges that that will come inevitably in 2024. And, uh, so yeah, I guess all that to say is like, you're stronger and you're braver than you think you are. And that's really all I have for you is just to put yourself in a nice, beautiful light to move forward in 2024 goal set. However you like, right. I'm sure I, (laughs) I'll come up with a podcast episode with that in the future, but today's episode, I really just wanted to focus on the end of the year review and self-reflection. And so again, just going through your past year's planner, your diary, your gratitude journal, your photo roll, um, really anything that can help you and jog your memory of what occurred good, bad, the ugly, all of it. And to really sit there. And I think at the end of the day, you just want to just see the growth and the change in who you are as a human being, right? Like God put us here to do spiritual work. And if we just don't even examine like what had happened or the challenges or the opportunities or the relationships or the the just anything that we did, like what is even the point, right? So I think this time of year in the midst of the holidays, in the midst of like a beautiful gratitude filled season, we have 
Thanksgiving and the winter holidays among us, like now is the time to really sit there and reflect and just look at all that is good because there is just so much good and beauty out there. And I, I think I think it just will fill your heart with so much joy that it'll put you in a really good position to start planning and setting goals for the upcoming year. So that's really all I have for you today. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in and I'll see you back here next week. All right, take care.